three, two, one. Oh my God, that's cold. Wow. Welcome back to You Betcha Radio Podcast. I am Miles You Betcha Guy here with Ryan the T-shirt guy, and we are on a boat. On a boat. A, a boat? I'm on a boat, boat. Isn't that a song, Ryan? Uh, probably. We have a willy-nilly show for you. Ryan rode a stand-up jet ski for the first time. The 4th of July is tomorrow. Um, we got a great show for you, so let's just get into it. I would venture to say it's almost the nectar of the gods. Back, baby, back. I want my push. Oh my god, that's cold. Oh, you betcha, yeah. Yeah. What's up, guys? Welcome back to episode 26. We're on a boat. We got a good show for you guys in place today. Again, tomorrow is the 4th of July. So what better place to film a podcast I like that hat of yours. You definitely got you like festive that. for this. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm bringing out my my inner American. Um, so I had to throw on the, the stars and stripes. We had matching ones, and I've totally forgot mine at home. So. Yeah. So, uh, as you can see, we got some we got some stripes. We got some stars. I wish I could um, tell you that this is a new merch drop or something, but it's not. But it's not. We kind of missed the ball on that one. Yeah. Just sometimes stuff works out in life. Sometimes it doesn't, Ryan, and that's just where we're at. So, but we're on a lake. We're enjoying the nice weather. Um, we got boats cruising around us. We got pontoons parked off to the side. Everyone's just having a good weekend. We're sweating our asses we're off. We're sweating. Um, it's like eighty six. Yeah, I'm excited to get into my first experience at riding a stand up jet ski. Yeah, I am too. But before we do that, Ryan, go get yourself a jet ski from U Motors. Motorsports Marine, Ooh. located in Fargo, North Dakota, and Pelican Lake, Minnesota. They have all the best brands, Honda, Yamaha, Can-Am, Sea-Doo, Sea-Doo, Jet Ski. Yeah. Um, and then all the boats. Matik Boats. Super Boats. Uh, Supreme, Supreme boats. boats. And Avalon Pontoons for just drinking all 4th of July long. Hopefully later this summer we can get a podca- podcast on w- one of those types of boats with you motors. I think that'll be fun. Maybe have a couple of those guys on or something. But um, they have, uh, if you look, mention this ad, you get 20% off parts and accessories. Obviously, some exclusions may apply. Um, you can check them out on their website at umotorsinc.com or on all their social medias at umotors. So um, thank you to them, and we look forward to... Um, hopefully doing one of these on one of their boats as well. You know what's cool about this weekend is, uh, like, I, I just catch myself dazing off. Um, everyone's just, this is like the best weekend of the summer. Would you agree? Everyone's in a great mood. Oh, because the thing about 4th of July, last year was so up in the air because it was on a Wednesday. So do you take Thursday, Friday off? Do you take Monday, Tuesday off and ride it out from the last weekend? Um that was the debatable question last year, but I, this year's easy. You take Friday off, you you get to work Wednesday. You leave a little you, early on Wednesday, <laughs> and then you just have a good I, weekend. I, how can you not, though? You're looking forward to this weekend. You got family, friends coming out to the lake. Um, when, like, 3.30, 4 o'clock hits, you, how, let's be real. You're not getting anything yeah. done. I don't know how we luckily timed it out to where we didn't have anything going on with shirts this week. Because we plan, but, like, usually we mess up some sort of planning and we have to, <laughs> like, scramble, whatever. But somehow we worked it out where we don't have anything to do with merch or anything this week. So, well, and the cool welcome, thing, Ryan. Well, yeah, no, I, I appreciate that. Um, the other cool thing, too, was 
uh, it's not so much a lackadaisical week, but again, no, no t-shirts to print, nothing to ship out, but you put out a video on Monday, what people think when they find out from you're from the Midwest and it's, it just went loose. Yeah. It is loose. Yeah. It was pretty crazy. Um, the, the funny thing about that is everyone who's not in the States that I mentioned in the video, There'll be a part two coming, so just don't get your undies in a bundle here. I just I couldn't believe how mad people <laughs> were. So like the video was essentially like we were making fun of ourselves, basically how the video yes. went. And people were mad that we weren't making fun of them, which I thought was kind of yeah. funny. But we were making fun of ourselves, but yet people were making fun of us because we were making fun of the Midwest, and they wanted and to like, be made fun of. Right, but at the same time, I don't think I thought. My my assumption was people actually thought we weren't from the Midwest. Yeah, yeah. Because well, that's the thing is like you have people who've never seen the page before comment and be like, "God, I hated that guy and the way he was chewing his gum and <laughs> his AirPods." Was like that was all on purpose. Because Welcome that's to the page. What, I actually, uh, dude, dad, you know, dude, dad. Yep. He lives in California. He spent a lot of his life there. And he was like, so what the heck was with the AirPods and chewing the gum? And I'm like, <laughs> that's because that's what all of us in the Midwest picture you guys stereotypically on the coast. Yeah, it's the persona. And he's like, okay, I get it now. But it's just funny because he's in it and he didn't necessarily realize right. that that's what we were doing, even though I feel like most people that watched the video got that I was being like someone not from the Midwest. Right. And even though all those questions were so up in the air, it's it still just went off. Yeah. It went loose. Yeah, and like 48 hours that over like 2.2 million views or something on Facebook. <laughs> I don't know, I just think it really resonated with people because that happens to everyone whether you go on vacation in Mexico or you're on vacation somewhere warm or even just travel to any other part of the country. You literally get that stuff all the time. Right. Right. <laughs> literally like I've gotten, oh, you're from the Midwest. Do you still ride a horse everywhere? Like, you come on, man. You know we don't ride a horse everywhere. Yeah, um, it's 2019. It was it was a little bit long overdue. I feel like there was something that the Midwesterners wanted in in that type of realm, don't you? Right. Um, so I thought that that was uh, I thought that was kind of what helped it get to where it is and. Yeah, it's been cool to see the response on that. It's going well on Twitter. It's got like 160,000 views on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Twitter, Twitter's funny because it's you know we have a pretty good following on Twitter for how much time you put into it. Yeah, um, like zero time. It, other yeah, and than it's just responding to people. Yeah, it's and Twitter right now is a very slow growing platform for people, just like YouTube. Um, but it got a really good response on Twitter, and I, I think I was most excited. What was I most excited about in this video? I think of just how it all initial thoughts was like, okay, I think this is really going to, uh, resonate with people in the Midwest. Um, they're going to get it as did a lot of them. But when it started to just blow up, I was like, wow, this is, yeah, it was pretty cool. This is next level. Um, my favorite part, not to brag was, uh, was about the Casey's pizza. Like, yeah. like, cause you imagine if like, I, I was like, yeah, so we went over to Casey's had some pizza. People would be like, Oh, like you, that's your friend or buddy, yeah. cousin, whatever Casey. Like if you don't know what Casey's general store is. Right. So, I, so I thought that was pretty funny. And it was like the, someone being totally oblivious. So who's Casey? <laughs> <laughs> you eat dinner at a gas station. What was also funny um, is that, a lot of people understood that and that's because they're from the Midwest and that's, that's how relatable the video was. 
Yeah. So if you haven't seen the video and you're listening to the podcast, go to the Facebook page, Instagram, Twitter, whatever, and look for the uh, video that says when someone finds out you're not you're from the Midwest. Um, you're gonna have to watch it, check it out, leave a comment, tell us what you think. Um, Part yeah. two to follow. We've been having some great last few weeks, and I, and I think it's. I think it's a combination of a few things. A lot of hard work that goes into it. Um, but also, when I started this, I thought that there was no one really putting out content that truly resonated with the Midwest. Right. There's the over-the-top, over-the-top accent people that do that stuff. There are people who are on radio shows and all that, but they don't actually put out content geared towards Midwesterners. And so I think that it's something that, you know, people are looking for. They just didn't really realize they were until now. Well, we're literally sitting on a boat, and if we weren't shooting a podcast, we would still be sitting on a boat. This isn't stage. Yeah. This isn't. We, we'd still be out. Literally, here. it's like we got life jackets right here, ready to rock and roll on the jet ski. The whole thing. Um. So, yeah, we'll. Uh, I think we should take our first break, Ryan. Might. And then you're gonna dipe up, might dipe up, and I wish these mics were waterproof (laughs) because I for sure would just go in the water and do it diped up. Yeah, that'd be funny. Yep. Um, we could do it like just sitting on a floor. No, I don't want to risk the equipment. No. Um. So yeah, we'll take a break. Then then Ryan's gonna tell me all about his first stand up jet ski experience. Um, I'm excited because I've been riding one for probably like four or five years. I mean, it's nothing like crazy. It's a stock one, but yeah. It's always fun to, to see people ride one for the first time because it's not like your standard right. uh, it's jet ski. It's nothing at all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we'll uh, we'll take a break and and Ryan will tell us. All right, Ryan, your first time on a stand up jet ski gave you like the quickest tutorial anyone's <laughs> ever given. But I feel like it was pretty thorough. It was, it was the, yeah. It was just just the tips that you needed to learn how to ride it. Yep. Anything else, you just get confused. You don't remember any of it. Um, just knee-jerk reaction. What do you think? Um, I, th- I think I told you this, but I, I compared it a little bit to riding a kneeboard for the first time. It's like once you can kind of feel your balance out and get your knees up on the board and just kind of just kind of feel everything out, yep. it, was, it was good. And then this started happening. <laughs> doosh, doosh, yeah, doosh. So Ryan, I'm like, oh, is this a stand-up life? Or like, am I, am I just like jumping these waves? These waves aren't even that big. <laughs> and I'm like, what is going on right now? But I, I embraced it. I, uh, you know, I, yeah. I got some pretty good air. So what Ryan's referring to, since you can't, if you're listening to podcasts, the audio visual is the nose of the jet ski started bouncing, started bouncing up and down. Um, and that happens often when you're just like not used to riding one and you don't, get like the throttle right and yep. all that. And so he was riding and, and uh, we're at my parents' cabin right now. And my, my dad was like, oh, he's doing pretty good. I'm like, he's doing pretty good. But it looks like he's trying to do the, like, like he's jumping it, but that's like, he's not trying to do I that at all. I was not trying to do that, no. <laughs> um, yeah, so you, 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 you got on your knees right away, which yep. is what I tell people to do just because it's easier that way. Did you have a little trouble getting your getting on your feet? I saw you fall a few times. I did. I did right away. And um, what I found out, I, I literally only rode it for probably ten minutes, if that. Um, and what I found out was that it was easier for me to start on my belly, hit the throttle, mm. get up to my knees, kind of plane plane it out, and then get up to my feet. Because if I got up onto my knees, then it, I would just literally tip straight over. 
Yeah, I mean, I guess that's what I kind of meant to do when I told you to <laughs> get on your knees, like press the throttle, and then just like get up on your knees first. So maybe uh, that Again, was there, bad explaining. There was like a this was a forty-five second tutorial on. Ooh, oh man! I'll join you. Oh my god, that's cold. So I, I got a quick forty-five second tutorial before yeah. I even got on it, and you know, being the person I am, you were, you were just zipping through it. I was, I was asking pretty thorough questions. Oh, so instead of like turning like side to side up and down, you got to like pull and like turn side push to side that pull, way, yeah, yeah. push and pull. I'm like, what does that even mean? And then I finally started to figure that out. But I also noticed that the, the turning radius was really touchy. So if you, you know, you can't just like, obviously if you're like riding a motorcycle or anything, you can't just like turn it a good amount because you're just going to wipe out yeah. is very touchy. Um, you wiped out a few times. I did. Yeah. And I was, <laughs> which everyone does. It's pretty standard, but yeah, I had one wipe out where every time I wiped out, I would try and hang on to the handlebars just so I didn't have to wait for it to circle back around me. And, because on ours, uh, we lost the key that, uh, that like goes around your wrist, so like when you mm-hmm. fall off, it just shuts off. The kill switch. We lost yeah. that. We lost the kill switch little wrist thing. So now we just have a rope that we tie around to to pop up the thing to get it to go. So that's so Midwest of you. Yeah, it <laughs> Instead of just going on Amazon and buying like a like a eight dollar key, I'm like, oh, this is the key right here. Yeah, it's just a. It's what just what li- happens if you lose it? It's literally just <laughs> a string of like it's just a <laughs> rope with nothing. There's a there's a knot at the end, and that's it. Yeah. Um, and it's like frayed on one end. It's like yeah. really bad. Yeah. So I'll push burp. But yeah. So then when he falls off, it's got to like wait for him to circle back. And yeah, you, you went through the panic mode of not I of did, thinking it's it not going to. It went straight for back. about 15 yards. And I'm like, oh, this thing's not coming back. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, it was actually super fun. I, once I kind of got the hang of it, probably five minutes in, I could definitely see how you can get lost on one of those things. Just like, Doing crazy tricks, yeah. doing some crazy stunts on the waves. Um, I had never obviously barrel rolls, double backflips. You know, like the standard stuff we usually do each weekend. I don't know if I'll whip that out tonight or anything, but because I just Maybe tomorrow, I haven't stretched. Today. Yeah, um, but I we are big stand up advocates here at You Betcha. We want to bring it back. Your dad probably used to ride one when he was a kid, um, so. If you have a chance to get one or have the chance to ride one, you definitely need to do it. It's always a great time. Well, what's kind of um, fun, too, is that a regular jet ski, anyone can just hop on it. They can hit the throttle and go. But this, like, there's actually a little, a little bit of skill and technique. Yep. So, like, not everyone can do it, which is cool. Um, I like doing stuff that not everyone can do. Yeah. Yeah, it's been it's been fun. What I uh, so Ryan, I'm getting distracted by all the jet skis and boats driving by. I'm actually really really jealous because there is a pontoon that is right behind the camera over here. Yep, it is your classic 1985 slab of wood, 1985 slab of wood, two tunes. And then you got to like bring your own chair to sit on. There's no seats. Yep. And then there's a classic like the column for the steering wheel is just in the center um, I love of the that. thing. God, yeah. I want one so bad. Like I'm just so like jealous. a wooden, like a wooden, uh, whatever you call like the, the state, the, where the, where the steering wheel is at. Just like a wooden box yeah, it's in just the a middle column of it. Yeah. In the middle. Yep. And it's, 
all it is a steering wheel. Um, super jealous of those people, but there's obviously this is one of the most trafficked times of uh, of the year and the summer on lakes. You are going to be going to a different lake tomorrow, or tonight, and tomorrow. Yep. What is what is your Fourth of July routine? I feel like everyone kind of has a Fourth of July routine where, you know, obviously each Fourth of July is different, but you get together with family and you kind of do the same stuff. What's your routine, Ryan? Yeah, the typical Fourth of July weekend for me, um, Fourth of July day. Um, we normally get a big group of people, probably like 20, 30 people that even come like from surrounding lakes area and, um, we'll toot on the river cause the cabin I'm going to, um, we're going to go tubing. Yeah. The cabin I'm going to is literally, you tie up the cooler too and let her float down. Yeah. Well, the cooler gets its own separate tube. Yeah. yeah. That's how important it is. Um, but what goes with tubing is having a couple too many beers getting to the end and trying to figure your ride out. And it's like, where do we put all these tubes? It's one of those things that you don't go into it with a plan because no. it is part of the experience to try and figure out how you're going to get home. Exactly. So, um, yeah, we, we've been pulled over once before for tubes flying out of the back. You got guys laying on top of the tubes in the back of a yep. pickup. Um, you know, probably not the safest thing to do, but at the same time, it's not too far of a drive. So find a way to get it done and have a good weekend. You just have a good weekend. So, so and that's Fourth of July day. Yeah, we I do. was gonna say. And there Na- you go. Yep, neighbor does fireworks. Um, he puts on like a fantastic fireworks show. Everyone drives up on their boats, um, kind of like right out in front. Yeah, we kind of talked about that last last podcast too, right? Yep. Yep. And I, honestly, man, I and I don't know what your opinion is on this, but fireworks are cool. Um, they were cool when I was like twelve. I get bored with fireworks real fast. I do too. Um, I'll That's get bored. A, that might be a hot take. Yeah, I'll get bored, and then there'll be just like the biggest one ever, and then I'm like, "Oh, look at that!" And then the next one is like, "Oh, that was cool." So you know, the only thing I like about fireworks that, like, so like you can go on the boat and see all the ones that everyone puts off around the shore, or whatever, but. That gets really boring really fast. (laughs) My hot take is that sucks after a little bit. But if you are the one putting off fireworks, it's the best. It's so close. And when it goes off, it literally just lights up the entire shore and the cabin and the boat and everything. Like that, that stuff I like. Yeah. Going to seeing one in the distance, like I could literally just YouTube (laughs) fireworks show and be the same vibes. Another Um, hot take. What's even worse than watching fireworks is when people Snapchat the fireworks. Oh my god! For fifteen right. snaps straight. This is our PSA to everyone. Oh my gosh! Well, they're Enjoy not gonna, it. they're not going to hear this till after the Fourth of July. Oh, well, there's always next year. They'll remember. This it's a hot a, take. This is a PSA for I'm next fired year. Fired up right now. If you see fireworks, do everything you can to resist the urge to Snapchat them. <laughs> Because and that's all we ask. Fireworks aren't again; they're cool, but they're not cool enough to want to watch in person. Cool like fifty years ago, because like they could, they, yes. they like didn't have any technology back then. But they're not as they're cool to watch in person. But man, if you get them, if you're watching them through a a phone screen or a t or a, a computer yeah, that screen, is tough. It's I forget the about worst. That. It is the worst. It is the worst. It's, uh, it's literally like. Our thumbs are so programmed at at like at our age with bam, technology. Bam, 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 bam. Ba, 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 ba. Next snap. 
That's what that's, it is. That's us tapping through your uh, firework. Through the firework snap. Through the firework snap. Bam, 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 bam. Oh. Um, so that's oh. the worst. That goes for Instagram story, too. Instagram stories. Um, that also goes with concerts. I, you know. Yeah, we, it, won't, go, we it, don't go down no, no, that no, road. We won't get into that. We won't go down that road. Fireworks. Um, enjoy them as much as you can out, like, in person. Yep. Um, what also mm. kind of ruins this is that people are, you're out the lake, you know, every weekend, people are blowing off fireworks like two, three weekends before the fourth. So by the time the fourth hits, you're like, You've already, oh, that's the same firework yeah. I saw three weeks ago. Um, now, I will never get too old for lighting like firecrackers. No, that's funny. And bottle rockets and stuff like that, you know? Did we, did we ever figure out the question on last Which podcast? <laughs> Of so how? there was some there was some <laughs> nerds out there that were commenting and telling us how it is, but they never. But like, they had a scientific. <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay. It wasn't straight to so the point. So on the last podcast, we talked about waterproof firecrackers mm-hmm. and how the flying flip that even works. It doesn't work, by the way. It doesn't make any sense. How does it? How does the fuse stay lit underwater? So they were always like, "Oh, it's a wax coated fuse." Blah 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 blah. I'm like, I get that. <laughs> but I get that. Like the. The actual firecracker <laughs> is waterproof, and there's not water getting inside of it and ruining the the bang and, and the fuse. Yes. But, people. <laughs> just, we should have tested it out right here. human nature and just sheer science and engineering and everything is fire gets put out by water. Yes. Especially when it is completely engulfed in water. If you lit a match and you took it and you just put it in a glass of water, it would immediately go out. Isn't there So a- why does it <laughs> still why on earth does this fire does a waterproof firecracker not go out before it blows up? So what type of fire is not put out by water? Is that like a chemical fire? There's a certain type of fire that cannot be put up by water. I have no um, idea, Ryan. I think it's a chemical fire. Are you talking about Chernobyl? Uh, very similar. Very Are you similar. talking about yep. nuclear waste? Uh, chemicals, yes. So uh, nuclear waste would be made up of all these different all right, chemicals. Ryan, you're starting to get real nerdy on me here. Man, I'm trying to get to the bottom of this <laughs> because this has really been bugging me. Yeah. And I tried to search through the comments on the last podcast and I found nothing. Because someone would say something well, and you'd be like, well, what about this? But- they just talked about the firecracker itself, but it didn't explain to me why. Now, someone raised the point, well, how do you weld underwater? That, again, I do not understand. I do not understand. <sighs> so we're still, we are still looking for that answer. Even though this will post after the 4th of July, we still want to know. Drop in the comments. I believe it's just, it's one of those things you just can't explain. So that's just where we're going to leave it, Ryan. So... Um, you're such a you're such a nice podcast host, Ryan. That you, in turn, asked me what my Fourth uh, of July routine is. <laughs> so I appreciate that. Well, Thank we you. went in from Thank hey you. Ryan, Thank what's you. your experience on the stand up jet ski? So we I, I figured this podcast so is just interviewing myself. Ryan thinks that the entire <laughs> podcast is about him at all times. Hey, so Miles, thank you, Ryan, for your, asking me about my routine. Hey Miles, so what's your Fourth of July tradition? So usually we have a. Our whole one side of my dad's family gets together <laughs> at a cabin. Um, that's the during the day activities. We go, we drink, we eat. There's a lot of kiddos on that side of the uh, the uh, family, yep. so they're running around screaming their head off, and I'm drinking while they're doing that. Um, so I'll do that. Then what we do is we just drink. 
We've now gone past the stage of fireworks. Yep. We have no younger kids or anything. Um, and then at night, we will go on the boat and watch fireworks. We'll do that once okay. in a while. Um, other than that, we just end up at a bar. So basically, my entire day of 4th of july which I think is Fourth a Fourth of july Fourth of July-ing. <laughs> um, is just drinking. So... And then you come, you come to the bunker on Monday, you say, man, I got 4th of July'd. I got 4th, you ever been 4th of July'd before? <laughs> I think maybe this year is the year. This is the year that we all get 4th of July'd real yeah. hard. Um, yeah. You're going to definitely be able to tell on Monday that uh, I drank too much this week and weekend. Sure. It's a, it's, uh, because I mean, it's a four-day Ryan weekend likes for a lot to of say that he can... Tell on Monday if I had <laughs> hit, hit hit it heavy over the weekend, yep. which I find really funny because when you're in it, you don't realize that it's just the way you just live your life that way. But it's funny that you can tell or it's always such a wild card week too. It's like the something most, that shouldn't be. It, there's no holiday. There's no nothing. I walk in on Monday for the podcast, and you're like. Man, I got really drunk the last night or this last weekend. Like <laughs> on a Sunday, what did yeah. You do? <laughs> yeah. Well, I live a very interesting lifestyle, Ryan, considering the fact that I have no boss. I am enslaved to the internet. Um, work, there's no work hours. It's get your work done when you want to, get your work done um, whenever, because. I mean, like, don't get me wrong. I still have to get work done because if yeah. we don't post content, we don't have a business. Yep. But at the same time, it's like, okay, well, you get a little drunk, you maybe wake up at like 11 and then get to work <laughs> and work till like nine that night, you yeah. know, instead of like waking up at seven and leaving at four or whatever. What, yep. what hours do people work now? I, I honestly... Well, it's, it's always called it eight been, to five, but eight to five is, that's... That's nine hours, unless yeah. you take an hour lunch break, which I guess a lot of people do. I yeah. take half hour, so. Because um, I'm be honest, it has been so long now since I have had a normal job that works normal hours. <laughs> I don't even know what I would do if I was placed in that environment. Yeah, that'll never happen. It is you. You and would like go, that's not a brag or anything. It's just like that's just my reality now. Is like, yeah. I I can't even comprehend going to a job having to do what my boss says yep and then like having to like play nicey nicey with some co-workers <laughs> because you know i'm stirring it up a little bit with co-workers so uh what are you doing for the when 4th I of july as a, okay so this is actually probably a pretty good story when i worked as a uh, personal trainer um believe it or not this guy this dad bod beer gut guy worked as a personal trainer in college just because I played college football and every college football athlete just gets an exercise science exercise. degree. That's just the <laughs> default. So that's what I did. I worked for like nine months as a personal trainer at an anytime fitness. You ever been doing anytime fitness, Ryan? No. It's not a fan. I actually like I actually like anytime fitnesses. But anyways, I was constantly getting in trouble for wearing my hat backwards, for not tucking in my shirt for <laughs> basically just being the most willy-nilly personal, personal trainer. trainer. I was the people's personal trainer. Yep. I don't know if we've talked about this on the we podcast haven't, before. No. I actually don't know if we've ever talked about it personally. But literally, I I was the people's personal trainer because I never did one testing ever. <laughs> but I, so the way I would start is, okay, I would, I, I would start slow. I'd be like, all right, let's start with... I want you to eat good three days this week. 
You know, like that kind of stuff. Yep. yep. Um, and then I would just build a relationship with the client and oh, push for basically become really, really good companions with this person. <laughs> and uh, they would, I mean, people wanted to keep working with me because they just like had a good time while they were there. Yeah. Even if they, they don't get me wrong. I got results. Yep. But I probably wasn't getting as good a result <laughs> as Joe Schmo. Jared over in the yeah. corner, like screaming at his client, Tom, he needs to eat more broccoli. Yeah. So I don't remember how we ended up there, but <laughs> basically. Uh, no, that's interesting because I've never heard that. I never knew you used to wear so your hat backwards. So not only am I the Miles, the, uh, the, people's, bush the guy. people's Bush guy, I'm Miles, the people's personal trainer. Um. Yeah, I've been thinking a little bit about <laughs> content geared around the sports world with Bush Lights. So that's a little teaser. That's a stay tuned moment for the podcasters. Um, what I think is going to be funny about this podcast is there might be some people who get motion sickness watching this <laughs> because they have the camera I'm on the tripod over there. Right now. And with each wave, it's just going. Like, it's going to be like this <laughs> the whole time. Yep. Yep. They're not even gonna be able to watch it. They're just gonna have to set it down and close their eyes because yeah. they're just gonna want to just vomit everywhere. Yep. Um, <laughs> God. I guess I, I really, just thought about that right yeah, now. I didn't even think about that really until no. now. Um, but honestly, you couldn't ask for like you could ask for a calmer day, but doing that would be super greedy. Yeah, that would be super mean and not midwestern. You gotta no. just be polite. This is great. This is we're on a boat. I was hoping that there would be at least one boat to just like. Hey, come by doing? and say, hey, what the hell are you guys doing, which would be great. But well, there's still time. The the old couple over there in the little cabin probably have their binoculars out watching, oh, the, yeah. watching the loons. I wonder how many sure the binocular loons, people are out right now. Making just, sure the loons aren't getting harassed. Yeah. We promise this is a very loon-friendly podcast. We steer away from loons. We don't go near loons. We just admire them from afar for the beautiful creatures that they are. And with that, Ryan... We're going to take a break <laughs> because that was the most willy-nilly. I said that. It's going to be willy-nilly. It's going to be yep. all over the map. Um, so we're going to take a break, and uh, i got to grab another beer. And uh, Ryan's got to get off the cooler so I can get in there. Let's do it. And f- w- before, I, before I go, anyone who's mad about the You Betty not being here on the video, disclose, full disclosure to people on the podcast, the You Betty's not here. It's because a little bit. It's seen better days. Yep. And I'm trying to preserve the longevity of it. Now, I know people are going to say, well, wasn't the point of having a cooler that's made out of styrofoam supposed to, like, it's a relic. It is an artifact. I should make a second you, Betty, that I can throw around and bring everywhere and whatever. It would hold up. The first one will get retired. Yeah. It's it's almost like I feel like I want to retire it so that I have it forever. Yep. Um, So... To all you who smart asses <laughs> that might be watching on Facebook, gawking at that's the why. So take a break. Wow! Oh my God, that's cold, guys. Before we get into this last segment, I just want to say thank you, and you should check out. Gina's Designs of the Heartland. We have a big-ass sign here with us today. If you're watching, you can see it. I'm holding it up. Um, But they make the best handcrafted painted wood signs 
They're all made out of pine. They have, they're the best quality you can get. Again, but they're made out of the heartland. That's the important part. They're Midwest people through and through. They they were very nice enough to make us a Nectar of the Gods sign with our logo on it. Um, super awesome. We got some wake surfers going on in the background. Um, but go check them out at genusdesignsoftheheartland.com. Again, that's genusdesignsoftheheartland.com. You can also grab yourself a sign um, on our website. You can order one through it uh, when you order a shirt, when you, you know, you can just order one, I guess, by itself, too. Yep. But... Head to the website, check out the Zenith, Gina's Designs of the Heartland. They make custom signs, so if you want something else on it, hit them up on Facebook, their website, whatever. They will do it up for you. Gina, Gina and Squad are a great crew. and They drink um, a lot of Bush Light. And they drink a lot of Bush Light. We, we met them at the uh, Country View Acres bar takeover in Iowa. Yep. And I think they had a good were, time, don't oh, you yeah, think? They were throwing them back, so they, yeah. they had a lot of fun. Yeah, so... Um, Ryan, as we head into this last segment, I got to talk a little bit about Hidden Valley Ranch trying. Okay. Let me rephrase that again. Let me start over. Hidden Valley Ranch is too big for their bridges. Is that, is that the right phrase? Big for your bridge. Too big for your bridges. We're going to go with that being the phrase. There's going to be people in the comments being like, you're an idiot if it's not, but whatever. It's the internet. I got thick skin. I wouldn't be here if I didn't have thick skin, (laughs) I guess. Yep. There's sometimes actually when I'm like reading comments and some guy's like, this guy's a complete douchebag, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) And like for like two seconds, I'm like, well, like I should respond. And then I just go. But it just doesn't matter. No. Because we're just going to keep going. It doesn't matter. And I just, I don't let... (laughs) anything like that even remotely have any real estate in my brain at this point it started off where it would bother me but now it's like yeah just another day but hen valley ranch too needs big to for relax their they need to relax they think that they're the coolest funnest hippest bestest most bestest company that's ever been a company but they're not the only reason why they're relevant is one they apparently they started the whole ranch revolution beginning i respect that i respect that they were the first to really bring commercialized ranch to a mass amount of people thank you for that but come on they they tweeted i love this they tweeted at pop tarts you've seen that photo going around the internet gosh hidden valley ranch pop tarts you've seen that yes they tweeted it at at pop tarts and said what do you think what was the response? And they just, they just, <laughs> Popstar just goes, LOL, no. <laughs> I, I, so I, alpha. I, I was literally so happy that they did that, that I, like, you could, I almost, like, just, like, jumped out of my chair. I was so excited about that because it's true. Just no. So if you're the, if, if you run the Twitter page for Pop-Tarts, I would have tweeted that and I would have saw the likes and the retweets and the quote tweets come in and I would have been like Ryan standing yeah, you're up. Right. You're right. That was me. That was me. <laughs> Ryan is now standing up and looking behind him. You're just no you're looking around the office, you're like, Yeah, that was me. What's up? <laughs> Maybe give a little flex. Yeah. Flex on him. Maybe uh, turn to one of your coworkers and give them a little like quick head movement. That's, at kind, of, that's kind of what I was getting. Yeah. <laughs> that was me. Oh, I did see that though, and I I I, I laugh because uh, I've that been pissed on a pop, me off so much. I've been on a pop tart kick lately, dude. Pop tart. What's the best pop tart flavor? Brown sugar. 
my guy. No, high five. Oh Miss. my gosh. Oh. Oh my god. Shack hand. That actually hurt really bad. It did, yeah. You wound um, up for that one. That was our Dumb and Dumber impression. Brown sugar, though, man. Brown um, sugar. I, I've really kind of become a fan of s'mores as well. Do you? Are you cool with eating Pop-Tarts not from the toaster? Yeah. Oh. yeah I but I'll eat them in the toaster, too. Yeah, I'll do both, but I love them both ways. Yes. Yep. Depending on the flavor. Well, that's not too, I don't want to take anyone to take that out of contest. I didn't say <laughs> that I like it both ways. I said I like Pop-Tarts <laughs> yes. both in... Oh, my God, my hand hurts. <laughs> yeah. Both that, in... It's radiating. In the toaster and just raw. Okay, that sounds bad again. So, for me, I think it depends on the flavor. Um, if I'm going to go with like a fruity flavor, like strawberry, which I feel like strawberry is the OG pop tart. Yeah. Basic Still ass. One of the best. Yeah. Um, I'll eat that one cold. Probably won't put it in the toaster, but something like brown sugar or s'mores, um, when you can melt the inside a little bit, that's, Ooh. that's where it's okay, at. So my mother used to buy a s'mores growing up. The, that's one of them that is so much better in the toaster. Yes. I will. Because I the, will say the that. inside melts. Oh. And it's just goo- so. I will admit that I am a. I I once in a while will. I'll eat them anyway. Yeah. But once in a while, I'll break off all of the crust first and eat that really? first. Okay. And then just get the frosting middle. Yep. Have you ever done that before? I haven't. No. I'll just. I just eat it straight up. I usually break it in half and eat it from the inside to the outside. Oh, okay. All I mean, right. like I'll break so, it. Oh, ha- so hold on. Before you get too deep in this. We are now, so we are going to discuss which, <laughs> what is the best way to eat a Pop-Tart? I personally will just eat it. I'll bite in a corner and just mow it down from there. Every once in a while, I do like to break off all of the crust, as one would say, even though it's kind of just all the same. Yep. And then eat that first, and then there's the frosting middle, and then just eat the frosting middle itself. Then then will you How eat the you, crust? I eat the crust first. Okay. Yeah. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Yeah, you just get it over with. Yep. It's like when you're eating Lucky Charms and you eat all of the like grain cereal, and then the others have marshmallows left floating in yep. the thing. It's like that. How do you eat it, Ryan? I usually break it, and I don't know why I do this, but I'll just break it straight in half. Um what would you call it? Hamburger style, like the short way? Yeah, hamburger, not hot dog. Not hot dog. Hot dog would be bananas. Why would you do that? Though, like, I imagine that, like, the Joker who, the Joker on Batman would yeah. eat his Pop-Tarts hot dog style. Yep. So I'll break it in half, and I'll literally just eat it from, like, the broken part to the outside, and that's it. Pretty straightforward. <laughs> Bush for it. So, Ken, I, that actually puzzles me a little here, Ryan. So talk to me, Goose. So you let's do this. You literally here. cut one. No, well, you cut one in half. Yep. And then you just take a bite out of the middle. Nope, nope. Uh, so again, if you're watching the video, if you're not, I have the nectar of the gods, Gina's design sign in my lap. I'm gonna break it in half, hamburger style. Yep. And I'm just I'm gonna watching. and I'm just gonna eat it from the like the inside, like where the break is. Like oh, you're just boom, gonna start boom, chewing boom. that yes, down. Yeah. Yes, okay. Yes. Okay. I get that. Thanks. Yeah, but then at the very end, all you got is a crust left. Are you okay with that? That's the tricky part. Um, I haven't really dove into that too hard, um, but the best you're still is... still working on that theory, yeah, is what you're saying? But the best is when you get to the last bite and the 
the frosting has like dr- like dripped into the crust. Okay. Then you get that you get that euphoria of. I am a little bit speechless at what you even mean by it dripping in. Like, how drippy is this? What kind of pop tarts are you eating? Well, when they put the viscosity is a little bit fro- higher. They, like the frosting comes like a liquid, in liquid form. Oh, you're saying like they like mess up a little yes. bit, and like a little bit is on all the yeah. way to the end. Because let's be real, when you open a pop tart up, it's not perfect. Like they yeah. just slap that shit on there. Well, a robot does. Yeah, yeah. I imagine. Now. With all this, I, I know your mouth's watering because pop tarts are amazing. Now just, just um, okay. Just let's, a ma- let's give a let's do a little ASMR or whatever where okay. it's like talking about. So, you oh you grab the blue box with the logo of the pop tarts on the outside. <laughs> you crack open the box and you didn't grab the square box. You grab the rectangle box that's got way more of them inside, which is way better. You pop. You grab that tin foil. It's just crinkling a little bit. It's you, great it's got the it's got the silver on it and then it's got the blue writing. You rip right down the middle. You open that up and there it is. Frosting oh. and all crusty. Hey. Maybe a little bit, maybe one of the corners crumbles off a little bit. You grab it and you just pop it in your mouth for a quick snack before you eat the Pop Tart. It's the best. When you open it up, do you do you take frosting facing out or do you take like bottom facing out. So which which one do you grab right away when you open the package up? Oh, frosting top. Okay. Yeah. Good Anyone call. Anyone who Good would call. flip over a pop tart, <laughs> I like. I even will feel the pop tart to make sure that the frosting <laughs> you can't on the top see when I open it. And you're not gonna. If you do this, you are mental. I think you like you're insane. Yeah, you belong. If you, you deserve to be locked if up. If you open up the pop tart and then you like rip it down the back. That's not how you open a pop tart. You open. Well, like, the, I don't necessarily know how I open one like that. You just oh, you sl- sl- slip the top open. Oh, and I you just pull it straight. Oh, I up. disagree. Really, you're insane. No, I deserve to be locked up. No, I would say that I just rip it, and because it's like that, like silver tinfoil stuff, it rips so easy. I just need to get into that thing. I just need to like, wow. rip it open, and I just need to start eating pop tarts. So, I think the moral of this of this conversation is is that you're a nerd and you like to open things really softly, and you're kind of a beta. Well, maybe that, but <laughs> now your mouth's got to be watering right now. You're thinking of your favorite pop tart that you've ever eaten. Now, just get the feeling, get the taste in your mouth of Hidden Valley Ranch on the inside of your Pop-Tart. Ryan, why did you have to do that? That's literally just ruined it. I had to end the bit like that. Oh, I honestly had no idea where you're going That's with that. That's how bad it is, man. Why, like, why would you even suggest that? And first of all, who did the Photoshop job onto the Pop-Tart box? It was a really good box? Photoshop job. It was job. really good. And whoever did that, props, but at the same time... At the same time, you can go to hell. Who is your superior that told you you can do that? I mean, it actually got like... It actually got a lot that of publicity. That was a feedingly frustrating ending to that segment. We had to like end it like that. I like the final comeback. I, I like it. Um, all right. Well, if you love Pop-Tarts, as most people should, let us know how you eat a Pop-Tart because apparently there's lots of ways to do it. Oh, bush burp. Wow. Oh, bush burp oh again. Gosh. Tell you what, Ryan, it's going to be a great 4th of July weekend. We got burps flowing. <laughs> We're out here floating on the boat. I'm on a boat, boat. <laughs> That's what song is that? That's definitely a song. It's by uh, like uh, Andy Sandberg or, or whatever. No, sure. it's like a SNL thing. I okay. feel like. 
Um, but we're on a boat. People are surfing. People are jet skiing. There's literally, okay, I'm going to end the podcast with this. Let's do it. There's been a floaty, you know, like the unicorn floaties and all that, but there's been a <laughs> rubber duck floaty that started like way <laughs> behind us. And I don't know whose it is, but it's now floated like across the lake. And uh, it's literally, it's, it's the... Uh, it has some Instagram chick's name on it. Yeah. To take the photo for the weekend. Yeah. So uh, literally, we might, after this podcast, go hijack that uh, rubber ducky. Maybe Ryan will take a, a selfie on it. But uh, God, whose rubber ducky is that? I don't know, man. How do you just let your rubber ducky, it's bright yellow. How do yeah. you let it just go away? Um, I hope that everyone finds themselves either a unicorn floaty, a boat, a rubber ducky floaty, a surfboard, you name it over the 4th of a July. And lots. most importantly, bush lattes all weekend long. The uh, clouds are starting to come over right now. It's feeling a little bit like it might rain. So as much as I love having this equipment sitting out, I don't necessarily want it to get rained on. So, uh, Ryan, I think you should take us home. Guys, thanks again for listening into episode 26 the the boat podcast the boat podcast I mean that's that's that summarizes everything we should um, just start a summer podcast called the boat podcast <laughs> the boat podcast off the dock there you off go off the dock there you go off the dock um, guys we hope you have a safe and enjoyable Fourth of July we are gonna do the same um, obviously you can't go wrong when you're on a lake but um, it's gonna be a good weekend we're gonna take a little hiatus from from yeah, work yeah drink a lot of bush lattes but at the same time make sure you got someone to drive you yes um, don't post the whole fireworks show on your snap story or we will <clears throat> send the internet police on you yes so again have a safe and dribble Fourth of July I and Ryan the T-shirt guy. And I'm Miles the Betcha guy. May your ranch always be runny. May your bush lattes forever be cold. And may your Pop-Tarts never have ranch in them ever, never. ever, ever. Cheers, Ryan. Cheers. <laughs>